In case you ever have a chance to take a video of human rights abuse or other infractions, listen to this how-to guide on the best way to do so from my conversation with Jackie Zamudo from Witness. What's your advice if you were to be confronted with an opportunity to take a video? Well, there's a couple things you can do. And I think, first of all, it's really important to know that in the United States, you do have the right to film the police or law enforcement in public spaces as long as you're not interfering, which is very loosely defined. So basically, don't get in the way. Stay at least in arm's reach away from them. Um, and, And keep in mind that filming is not always the right thing to do. So it's important to assess the situation before you even turn on your camera. What threats might you face? What threats might the person who you're documenting face? Or maybe they don't want to be documented on camera in a very sensitive moment of their life. So it's important to kind of assess the situation before you hit record. But once you do... It's always good to remember to breathe deeply, film slowly, don't wave your camera all over because it makes it very hard to see um, what is actually happening. Make sure that you're trying to capture important details like an officer's badge number or a license plate, um, things that can help point to who is actually involved in this and how can we hold them accountable. We get the question a lot of, should I narrate what's happening? And generally, we would advise that it's better not to speak because lawyers are going to want to hear the video speak for itself and hear what the interactions are. If you end up filming from like across the street or a little bit of a distance away, it can be helpful to narrate what you're seeing in a factual manner, um, which can be hard in the situation that's very tense and heightened. You might want to be yelling profanities or things like that, but it really is important for the video to be usable to kind of keep that to factual narration or don't speak at all. And like we discussed earlier, We always advise people to think before they share. Make sure that if you're sharing a video online that you're not exposing sensitive details that might put someone at further risk. If you're filming outside someone's home and you captured their address, you probably don't want to put that online. And so there's some things you can do, like not publish the video or work with a trusted journalist or advocacy group to put that out in a way where that information is redacted. Or there's some easy online tools, like on YouTube, there's actually a tool where you can blur out people's faces, addresses, and license plates, and it makes it very very easy to upload content with that information blurred. Um, So those are just a couple of the things that we would recommend. We do have a lot more resources at library.witness.org that can help you film in a safer way. What if we are not ever in a position to take a video? What can everyday citizens do? Just bearing witness is important. And so if you are in a position where you do see something happening and filming is not the right thing to do, letting someone know you're there, that you are observing them, that their story is not going to go away in vain is really important, that we are there for one another and that we can stand up for one another. If you're looking to get more involved, of course, Witness is a smaller nonprofit organization and we welcome any type of donation and that greatly helps us do our work around the world. For more information, please go to witness.org and click on resources. Thank you.